0: The Dragon Rewread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club.
1: Did you know armadillos were originally contracted to be the balls at the World Cup, but they had to cancel the contract because the players kept petting the balls and you can't use your hands in soccer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did not know that.
0: For more Armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts and merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club.
1: The Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there. Welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm
0: Alice Sullivan.
1: And I'm Max Bergman. And today we're covering chapters 13 through 19 of New Spring, the prequel
2: to The Wheel of Time. Previously, our intrepid accepted take on the role of transcribing lists of babies in hopes of filtering them down to a dragon baby super list. So once they get raised to Aes Sedai, they can hit the road on a baby hunt and never look back. You have to admire their bright-eyed naivete. They both pass their wizard finals, heavy on public nudity, of course. And that same day, they find themselves fully embroiled in piddly Aes Sedai bullshit. (laughs) Oh, you had plans? Oh, you want to save the world? Well, you're going to be doing enormous paperwork in a musty closet for the next 50 years. Enjoy that immortality. (laughs) Meanwhile, Lan wraps up his war and just can't wait to hurl himself into a pile of Trollocs in the Borderlands. But his land handler keeps steering him away. Annoying.
1: <laughs> Is
0: he being land handled?
1: He's being land handled, yeah. yeah. The guy like jing- jingling keys. <laughs> <Or> laser pointer.
2: He's <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to get those... Cr- oh, what's that?
0: <laughs> Have I told you recently how I feel about courting death? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Lan, You've told us. <laughs> Chapter 13. Business in the city. Icon kind of the Wheel of Time. So Maureen and Swan Sanchez start... Aes Sedai yeah. stuff.
2: They yeah. start off with like their first dinner as Aes Sedai, and it's yeah, kind of baller, right? They go to the
1: exclusive Aes Sedai
2: cafe. Yeah. It's got like a swanky atmosphere. They have like a menu selection. It's very nice.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get their yearly 1,000 gold stipend for just for being an
2: Aes Sedai. So... Uh, that's ten times the the like insane amount that they're paying to every woman with a child, which we learned is an amount of money they can buy like a, a farm, farm, like a large sized farm. Yeah. Uh, and more than some minor nobles bring in, that was another thing they said. And yeah. they just they just skip that for being I Sedai. Yeah, this is like the richest guy in town kind of wealth. Yeah. And it's just every year for doing nothing. So why well, for don't... having
0: to put up with Aes Sedai bullshit. I was I mean, trying to decide if it was worth it or that's, not.
2: True. That's a fair point. I mean, my! Oh, my question
1: is why? Why don't they have people banging down the door trying to get in to the White Tower to live this cushy
2: lifestyle? They may not realize. Like I don't. I said I are secretive. Maybe yeah. they don't know they're getting a thousand gold a year.
1: Maybe they just put that on the on the flyers, and and then their recruitment problems will be solved. That's oh, a good point. Yeah, yeah. they should. Because I, I mean, I would if I'm a dirt farmer in like the freaking Two Rivers. I would I would prefer to to be the stenographer for the head of the spies or whatever that Swan Sanchez hates so much
2: yeah honestly if you just like keep your head keep your head down and just do whatever and not not care you can just like rake in a thousand gold a year yeah yeah
0: i'm saying as somebody who's been in academia the idea of like being a brown for the rest of my life and getting all that money and never having to do any chores or anything and having like this baller place to live and good food like Fuck yeah. yeah. Sounds great.
2: If you're in academia in the modern times, you do it for basically you pay to do that, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They charge you. Uh, so, and yeah.
1: So, Moraine has a bank in the city. Of course she does. Of course. Yeah. Her bank goes back to Hawkwing. Oh, yeah, I'm the, a Moraine.
2: I have a banker. <laughs> I'm fancy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of an interesting so thing. So Swan
1: banks with the Bank of Tarvalon or the Bank of the White Tower or something. Which yeah. is the
2: first bank. Established after the breaking of the world. I think it's what they're saying. So
1: this bank is like 3,000 years old Yeah, like when Moray mentioned that her bank goes back to Hawkwing. I'm like this bank is a thousand years old Yeah, this is an incredibly old bank. This bank would be the most powerful organization
2: in the world, right? Yeah, that's wild, right? But you know fantasy stuff, right? I I just think it's interesting that Tarvalon is actually a bank too, you know? Um, they're a financial institution they yeah. that mean, I assume that means they loan money and like collect well, interest and all it's that.
1: Kind of like how GM is also a bank oh. you know and how all these big companies just become banks because they start doing financial investment and stuff and and uh, get out over the skis and get turned inside out by the financial markets and lay a bunch of
2: people off.
0: Holy shit, how much money must Cad Swain have if she's just getting a thousand
1: every year? Yeah,
2: how much does she spend? Yeah. I mean, she's, do you think she goes and picks it up from the White Tower? Well, I think they just deposited for yeah. you. Right? Yeah, so if just they just got like,
1: direct deposit at Tarvalon. <laughs> <so> one, <of,
2: laughs> one of the magics from the Age of Legends. Yeah, you can get, get direct deposit, or you can get a paycheck that you take to your personal banker. Yeah. Do you
1: think Swan can access this money after she's been deposed in the main story?
2: That's a so, am hmm. gonna. Ho-
0: I'm gonna hope yes.
2: I think mm-hmm. so she, no. She never thinks about it well no I, I okay so after she's deposed she's on the run right yeah so she can't she doesn't have any what letters of what do they call it letters of uh, uh, whatever rights the letters IOD rights. Things, yeah. yeah yeah letters of rights so she doesn't actually have any of the yeah money orders <laughs> the the things uh, that, that, that the instruments that allow her to access the money so I think no
1: but could she have if, if she was not worried about being found
0: probably yeah right? absolutely yeah. right
2: yeah, yeah it's funny. still a bank she never thinks about that yeah I I know that they didn't have access to the money later because remember they were selling Quindalar to fund their thing so they didn't have access to the Tarbellon's money
0: I mean maybe it's all taken care of like the president doesn't carry a wallet
1: Mm, I mean how does the
0: Oberlin have to pay for shit
1: the Queen of England just has like
2: the the ears of her enemies in her purse she she pays in ears (laughs) you may present one of these ears for either a thousand dollars or a corgi
1: (laughs) whisper a name into it and that name will be dead within a week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the
2: favors of the queen, yeah
1: yeah, right, I mean may just, she
0: rest in peace <laughs>
2: oh, yeah uh, what is dead can never die what do you think they so, did with all the years?
0: probably gave to Charles, right?
2: oh, yeah, maybe Yeah. you did not have to make his own?
0: I guess not, yeah. probably oi, Camilla, look at my ears
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, 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 Charles <laughs> uh, so
1: Maureen goes to visit her bank uh, to deposit it, it's her family bank they're very discreet uh, but it turns out that somebody has accessed Moraine's files. Yeah, tried I tried to.
2: I, I had a little bit of trouble like parsing what happened here. So, someone tried to forge the Amorlin signature to gain access access to Moraine's accounts. Not her money, but her ledgers, right?
1: Yeah, I think Moraine thinks that this is not a White Tower agent. This is a Kyrianan agent who uh, has the nerve to forge the Amorlin seat's signatures because the game is being played to put Moraine on the throne and this is one of her enemies who's trying to just figure you know get info on her.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the the implication is that Kyrian and coming to the bank is because someone thinks she's making a play for the throne, which would only make sense if the Tower had started their play for the throne. Right. Yeah. Why would they
0: care? Are they can like try to find something scandalous. Oh she bought Porn? Whatever porn looks uh, like. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, she, probably. Like... I mean, we missed the chapter where she took Swan to her personal pornographer. <laughs> Custom pornography made. <laughs> no, 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 Swan. You must say that to your pornographer. <laughs> he
0: draws everything.
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take that dress all the way up above the knee. <laughs> uh,
2: so they did apprehend the guy, but he escaped by bribing an employee who the bank sold into slavery?
1: Yeah, I mean, ish. Put him on a boat, heading down river with no money. Yeah.
2: yeah, they they put him on the boat as an employee, and they took all the money for that employment, which sounds an awful, lot like selling someone. It's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not good. No.
2: <laughs> and then uh, I guess. I,
1: okay, that kid is dead, and they j- they just didn't tell Moraine that. Oh yeah, we killed that kid. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like, don't don't try and find that kid because you know went on a boat down river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never see him again. Because he's... Uh, this, is, this is what your bank does, right? When you're, when you're as rich as Moraine is, your bank slash law firm, they take care of these problems for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. they make the problems go away and you don't have to think about them. That's the point, right? Yeah, that's why you pay them so much. Uh, but the White Tower has kept this info from Moraine that, that her accounts have been or attacked or whatever. Tried to, somebody tried to, like, third age hack him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: third age hack
1: so him. Uh, so that's, that's the, the White Tower trying to manipulate her as well.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I do uh, think it's kind of cool that Maureen is able to pick up so much from like the, from these things that aren't actually said, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I like the bit where the, the banker's like, oh, uh, I'm sorry I had to send you that letter. And Maureen's like, yes, the letter that I got. Why don't you just repeat everything that was in that letter to me right now? <laughs> just I just feel like it.
2: Yeah. But I did get the letter. <laughs> and the banker's like, okay. He <laughs> doesn't <laughs> ask a question, just does it. <laughs> that's a good banker. Yeah, that's a good banker. Uh,
1: then Maureen takes Swan dress shopping, uh, and Maureen buys a lot of dresses to
2: make it look like she's staying in Tarvalon. She kind of bullies Swan into going dress shopping with her. Swan does not. Okay, Swan number one doesn't give a shit about this, right? Yeah. Doesn't, and and probably doesn't need to go to the finest dressmaker in Tarvalon. I I think this is a little. Yeah, it's kind of crappy, actually. I
1: thought
0: the whole thing was really weird.
1: I think it was supposed to be funny, you know, like yeah, yeah. fish out of water. (laughs)
0: Oh, it was more the, (laughs) for me, it was more the the going on and on about like the relationship with your dressmaker and you don't want to piss her off because she'll like give you a different color than the color you want and like too much embroidery. I was was going to ask
1: you about this, Alice. Is this a thing? You Uh, buy dresses. Yes. I buy dresses.
0: I've had a few custom made, but like, no, that's, that was so weird. But Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, my experience is so removed from what that was.
2: Yeah. Very bizarre. I mean, this isn't a time when people would have like a valet or like a groom or somebody who like is your personal person who knows everything about your life, and I, yeah. I think the implication is that a dressmaker would be one of those people because you, you know, strip down in front of them, and they they, they see have all to, your tattoos, they see all your tattoos and whatever, <laughs> you know, I don't know. The
0: the thing about the hairdresser made sense though, like that is like an intimate relationship, well, it can be intimate relationship you form with someone, yeah. and you're completely subjected to their taste in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm.
1: Makes sense. Uh, I think that. Swan is actually benefiting from this, because I think that it will help Swan to look like an Aes Sedai, to look fancy. Yeah. And Swan's not good at looking fancy.
2: I mean, I, I actually think that's true. Uh, like, It is good for Swan to upgrade her look, uh, and she doesn't know anything about that. But I think there's probably a spectrum, right? Yeah. You don't need to go to the expensive, most expensive dressmaker. I, I mean, uh, Maureen, I think she ends up paying something like 200 crowns for, for what she gets, and... Uh, for her, that might not be much money, but for Swan, that's uh, a, a, fi- a fifth of all the money she has in the yeah. world, right?
1: Swan was like, I was going to send this back to my family. You know, it was going <laughs> to feed, feed them all for years and years, but no, I guess I'll buy a nice dress <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, right? that I don't even want to wear. And then, uh, yeah, this part of buying all these dresses is part of Moraine's escape plan.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned that she's only appearing to set up a wardrobe. What she's really there for is the thing she tacks on at the end, which is a bunch of Dark-colored riding dresses. Yeah. Chapter fourteen changes
1: icon of a punishment frame.
0: It is the icon for the traitors' court of the White Tower.
1: Hmm. Oh. Yeah. That they mentioned in this chapter that somebody getting strapped to that frame and whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Maureen and Swan start learning the real stuff.
2: Which I would classify as petty Aes Sedai bullshit. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. what colors you're allowed to wear, which Ajas you aren't allowed to be friends oh, with.
0: Oh god, that sounded exhausting.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the rivalries and beefs. It it felt like they've been working for years. Everybody in the world idolizes the Aes Sedai in some way, even to a negative way. They've been working for years to get here, and they've had to go through lethal trials. And then they get there, and it's all these women
2: sitting around bitching about each other, right? Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's kind of like, it's it's ridiculous a little bit, you know?
1: But they do learn how to ignore the temperature.
2: Oh, okay. This is the most
1: important thing. That's worth going to Aes Sedai school by itself. Yeah.
2: And this is is interesting because this, this trick has been alluded to throughout the entire series, right? Yeah. And this is the first time they've actually said what it is. You just ignore it, right? It's just like, it's like breathing exercises, essentially. Yeah, yeah. like meditative breathing exercises. I don't think that works in the real life. I've tried it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, I I think it works to some degree, but not like really real. Like, it it makes you, you can distract yourself from it to some degree, but you're still going to die from it. You know,
1: we won't stop sweating.
2: Yeah, no, you won't stop sweating. That's true. And yeah, and you can only stop shivering to to a lunar degree. Yeah.
1: See, Maureen tries to avoid the game of houses that she's been drawn into she does the old invitation burning trick i know is, she pulls a rand
2: yeah that's a classic yeah worked out great for him yeah but yeah like this is the feast of lights when a bunch of kyrian and nobility comes out of the woodwork trying to make time with moraine
1: yeah and uh, swan is run ragged by satalia but in the spy business
2: yeah they they both kind of hate their jobs right now um it yeah it sounds like a pretty awful way to spend your time as a demigod, if you ask me. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, also, Lord, yeah. Jeff, you called it Elid.
1: Yeah. Yep. Didn't make it.
2: Yeah. Nope. Yeah. There's the reason that we've never heard of Elid. Everybody liked Elid, and we hadn't heard about her. Yep. It's because she yep. went into the testing thing and disappeared. Yeah, because she was just too nice.
0: Her boobs were too big.
2: Yeah. She got stuck. <laughs> she got
0: st- <laughs> we're trying back. to make her way out. <laughs> Nynaeve just blasted that arch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why all the sisters are like, we've never seen anybody do it like that. <laughs> when thought for sure you weren't going to make it. <laughs>
0: I'm going to hope that she ended up like happily ever after in a simulacrum or something. Alternate
1: universe yeah. or whatever these That's things are. Yeah. alternate universe yeah. that she can live in forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I hope
1: so. So time passes, the seasons go by. Um, they do quick, rekindle quick,
0: quick, some... Oh, sorry, quick question. How long do you think they wait to see if she's going to come back out or not? Does it, like, stop glowing? Like, how long is it between when somebody goes in and someone comes out? That's a
2: good question. That is a good question. I, I mean, I, based on what we've seen of the testing, I have a feeling that they know pretty immediately because the, all of the sisters are actively involved in the testing, right? Mm, yeah. So I, I don't know if they can see what's happening in there or if they can well, sense something. So
1: this is a different one from the Three Rings... The, the three arches, which show you, like, you know, your past, present, and future. Yeah, and, that's, like, all, the, that's, the,
2: that's the accepted test. And they don't really know how that one works.
1: Right. This one, I think, is more driven. So I think probably they just, like, accidentally killed her. Like, the, attacked her with Trollocs and she got killed. Uh, maybe, yeah. And they're like, oops.
2: <laughs> like, luckily, we never talk about what happens in <laughs> yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't talk about the, the accidental murders. Yeah. Hey, that, I guess that doesn't count as violating the three oaths, huh? Using yes. one power to hurt someone yes, who's not a dark friend. If you're not really trying to kill them, <laughs> yeah. If you accidentally kill them, huh? Interesting. And uh, they do rekindle friendships with their former accepted that are now their peers again, including Liane. Yeah, Leanne, yeah. Which is Swan's future sidekick bestie. She and Lelaine, which is uh, one of the rivals in the yeah, r- she's one side. of the
1: really powerful ones. Her and Romanda, Romanda. become the two big. Uh, players in the Saladar Aes Sedai yeah um, after a while Tamra suddenly dies
2: in her sleep oh wait before that they do actually make their requisite pies <laughs> and uh, neither of them is good Swans gives uh, Aeldra the squirts apparently <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. they made her a fish pie it made her <laughs> sick this yeah. is why this is a bad tradition Raella.
2: <laughs> yeah right like uh, it, okay if, if, if this were me right like if I, I passed my ice to exams and it was like okay you gotta make a pie I'd be yeah, like with your own hands yeah with my own hands I'd be like okay yeah, you, you know, are you gonna eat it <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah I have no experience or skill making I, I can cook something but I've never made a pie I, the only times I have made pie adjacent things is with like a pre-made crust and I assume they didn't have those back then yeah you can't couldn't just like open your freezer and pull out a Pillsbury crust
1: <laughs> probably not
2: yeah So, uh, yeah, it didn't go well. Um, But also, Maureen like throughout this section, Maureen is thinking about the tower's decline. um, Mm -hmm. And essentially, there are people who are getting raised eye to die, but there are way more novices being put out of the tower. Which is something that uh, they talk about later in the series as potentially being because uh, they're not being male channelers left alive. Yeah, because novices are too weak. Because uh, it's being bred out of them, or something. Yeah. Um, it might also be that
1: the Sedai are just close-minded, you know. Because it seems like a lot of times they'll talk about like, yo, you're too, you're too mouthy. You'll never make it in the the White Tower, you know. If you're if you're
2: you don't fit in, right? Yeah, that's a good point. What so maybe expect. a novice being put out of tower could be because it's a personality thing, not yeah. tower thing.
1: It certainly seems like nobody in the tower takes
2: it very seriously as a problem that mm-hmm. it's dwindling yeah well it's it's probably one of those things they don't like to talk about because they don't talk about power
1: yeah i mean i my understanding is that in academia like the the fields of academia that are losing funding right now like you know the the liberal arts and stuff they talk about it all the time yeah it's a taboo
2: for the white tower yeah so then yeah the armament seat tamra dies in her sleep or so they are told so they're told which this is i was wondering i i think i think it is this is the death that we heard about in the main series that was covered up, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. This is the Amarlin that was tortured to death. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, but this is important, especially important, because it removes a very important name from the list of people who actually know that the dragon's been reborn. Right, yeah. yeah. That
1: list is getting real short. Yeah. The new Amarlin seat is a tyrant who hates men and
2: immediately almost orders Moraine to stay in tar
1: Yeah,
2: I was wondering, is this like... Is she Black Aja? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I always remember Elida, who didn't need to be Black yeah. Aja to just be the worst. Uh, I do want to talk about the uh, the funeral for a little bit. Um, as penance, because Maureen, when, when Maureen learns that Tamara dies, <laughs> yeah, she this, has like a... This is weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she makes herself wear her palest dress as a penance, which I was like, whatever, you know. Um, but when she puts it on and sees how it's embroidered, she like nearly loses her shit. And I was like, I was trying to imagine what this embroidery must have looked like. Was it's, it like it's, it's, lightning it's, bolts coming out of her boobs? Was <laughs> it's, it like, it's like salacious, right? And so she thinks it's almost as bad as the the sexy dress that the tailor herself So there's wearing. like flowing script along the path back that says entrance in the rear. Like, what, <laughs> like what, 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 yeah, like I wonder, I wonder what kind of embroidery could make her so uncomfortable. And it's not I just know, her, like, like everyone's atheist, looking like at
1: castles, her. You know? Like castles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Like the
0: shirts you see on Beale Street that are like, I won't go down in history, but I'll go down on your mom. <laughs> that's probably on there too.
1: So
2: that's good. I like that, yeah. Right? It says just, just juicy on the butt, <laughs> <laughs> And she wears it to the Armland's uh, funeral.
1: <laughs> yes, as her personal penis, she wears it to the Armland's funeral. Like, this just seems... This was so weird. You're making, okay, Maureen, what you're doing is you're making everybody else part of your weird, sexy penance. (laughs) (laughs) Not okay,
2: Maureen. That's right. This is
0: some vintage Robert Jordan, though. He loves talking about dresses and how they can be embarrassing.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: (laughs) Juicy on the butt. (laughs) Very few things have survived the breaking of the world. Juicy was one of them. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> in the Panarch's Palace, <laughs> you just got these pants. That's what, that's what Matt had to wear, right?
2: <laughs> There's some, yeah, hot pink shorts with frilly, uh, frilly yeah. frills along the bottom.
0: Yeah, rhinestones.
2: Yeah. <laughs> rhinestones that say juicy. <laughs> uh, so
1: this uh, being ordered stay in Tarvalon inspires Moraine to execute her escape plan
2: immediately. But she does well she, before that. She does actually manage to wiggle out of her clerical job. Yeah. Um by, you know, using her, I guess, maneuvering skills.
1: Right, which is good.
2: Yeah. Uh and but yeah, as you mentioned, the Almoran seat's like, okay, but you have to stay in the pal in the in the tower. And Maureen's like, sure, yes, I will. Like, she actually doesn't say that, I guess, does she?
1: <laughs> no, she
0: just she said, says I won't go over the bridges or something like that. I don't
1: intend to cross a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Um which she doesn't. She yeah. goes, she rides out on her horse, she hits up her bank. Uh, and the seamstress to pack up those
2: those riding dresses and then embarks on a ship upriver. Not before spotting the guy who tried to get into her bank stuff asking after her on the dock. Yeah. 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 The guy with the, the cool looking scar. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I'm not sure who he is, but uh, yeah. It seems yeah, like
1: Gorthanes, I think is his name he gave. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, if this guy's one of those Kyrian operatives, this guy's dedicated, right? Yeah.
2: How did he find her so fast? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. he was watching the tower or something or watching the bank. Well, that's tomorrow Moiraine's problem. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow rain. Tomorrow rain. Tomorrow, about better luck tomorrow rain, Gorthanes. Yeah. Is which I'm sure she shouted I at probably.
1: him. <laughs> While giving like two middle fingers. <laughs> yeah, right. Which you couldn't see because she's so short. Right. But whatever. It's the principle. Right.
0: I like to think she was doing the Yosemite Sam thing. Pew
1: pew. pew, pew. <laughs> 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 With- Chapter fifteen. Into Canloom. Icon of the stag, which I assume is the icon of Canlum.
0: It's this Varen Marquesivit Marcus, The Varen guy. It's his mark.
1: Oh, the lord. Oh, yeah. oh the lord yeah, of yeah, Canlum. Yeah. That Lan thinks about and never shows up, I think. Yeah. yeah. Lan and Bukama head into Canlum.
2: Yeah, uh... Canloom is in Candor, which is very close to Lan's girlfriend's house. His girlfriend being deaf, <laughs> yeah. to who he courts like a suitor court. No, his fiance. <laughs> you guys ready for this? Yeah.
0: Two quotes from uh-huh. this chapter that uh-huh. were gold. Uh-huh. Malkier was dead. Only the war still lived in him, at
2: least. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then
0: the other one is. No one really wished for the grave, but that was the only place to find peace in the Borderlands.
2: (laughs) Borderlanders are so far. They're a little over the top, right? They spend a lot of time thinking of these things to say. It's true. They're poets, after all. (laughs) Lan is
1: really happy for him, by his standards, to be back in the Borderlands. Uh, Yeah, he's really anticipating getting back to the Blight and dying. Yeah. Although he didn't die last time
2: you got to wonder if they're actually going to make it that far, though, because they seem like they just want to fight everyone they, they see. Like, yeah. they have zero chill. They
1: have an altercation literally with the gate guards. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they almost get into a deadly fight with the guys just,
1: like, watching the door. And the, the, the reason they get in the fight is because one of the guys in Ex-Malkyrie, who, like, he bros up to Lan. He's like, I, I stand with you, Lan. And the other and his buddy's like, no, die! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare you? You cut your hair. You're not wearing the headband or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's... It, it's just like and, just tone it down, guys. And they're, down. so they're they're like facing off and all the guards march up and Lan kinda doesn't really react. He's like, Oh, I guess I'm gonna have to fight this entire
2: garrison and kill everybody in the town. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's exactly he's like, Well, I guess I'm gonna die here or yeah. something, you know? Yeah,
1: like no reaction. And then his buddy Bukama backs down, like, Oh, never mind. I, I you know, I, I don't actually wanna fight you and Lan's like, What? What's wrong with you, Bukama? <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling okay?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. But land isn't is not really impressed with this town. People are wearing laced veils mm-hmm. the nerve
1: yeah, that's not borderlandy
2: yeah and yeah. he won't go to the palace because there are too many people wanting to throw him feast and have sex with him yeah
1: nah. there'll, be, there'll be parties and there'll be hunts and I'll have to go do them and uh, it'll be super boring so he's gonna go stay in like a poor the poor part of town yeah yeah
2: and for some reason become seems to be in like a really sour mood throughout this entire chapter.
1: I don't know. He's probably having a heart attack or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's pretty old.
1: Yeah. Uh, but Land is worried that he's lost his edge, and he wants to regain his edge. Yes. Chapter 16, The Deeps. I can have a helmet. Land's helmet. Land's helmet, yep. In the less rich part of town where they go, they're looking for lodging. They can't find it you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. And they finally find some lodging with some old friends. Yeah,
2: friends. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is interesting, like the, this random inn they walk into, right? The innkeeper has a very complicated relationship with Bukama, and a serving girl loudly propositions land. And I, it kind of made me wonder, like, how many inns could they walk into in this town where they would get an exactly the exactly that response? Like, has <laughs> Bukama fucked a lot of innkeepers? It's in true. He, le- he left all the innkeepers in this town wanting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> They, they sit there, yeah, the Bukama has this relationship, he's, Bukama's going to be staying in the lady of the house's bed.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they get some news that a lady Adain has raised the golden crane to ride for the blight and rescue Malkir.
2: Uh, uh, given what we know later in the books, I am guessing that they don't, that doesn't go very well for them.
1: Nope, uh, this upsets Lan, he, he's, you know, doesn't, he, he hasn't raised the golden crane himself. Uh, a, a woman makes a, a really obvious pass at him. And he's going to hit it, right? Because
2: he doesn't have a choice, is what he says.
1: Yeah, because he's like in Malkyrie custom, right? The lady determines whether, you know, you you have sex or not. (laughs) And she wants to have sex, so I guess I'm just going to have to roger this chick, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like,
2: darn darn, there goes my whole evening. (laughs) He's like, I was really hoping to sleep tonight, but, you know... Once yeah. I'm in there, I gotta stay in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what he actually thinks, right? Yeah. Once I get in that bed, I mean, I'm there, it's business time, right? I'm gonna do it right. <laughs> right. But yeah. I gotta, right? It's Malkir. <laughs> it's Way Mal-Kiri Mal-Kiri custom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, the, which is interesting. Um, he recalls how Edain took him to bed when he was 15 and she was 30 plus.
0: Yeah, his statutory rapist. Yeah.
1: Hmm. His first lover. Um, Never forget the, your first, you know? Yeah. And they, they broke up, I guess if they were, in as much as they were together when he first rode off to the blight, which makes you wonder why exactly Lan wanted to go die in the blight the yes. first time, right? Yeah. But that's normal they're in here, right?
2: So, uh, he's going to check on his horse, and the the groom runs off scared, only to find that he's been walking around in like one of his combat stances, stroking his sword. <laughs> it's like, okay, but <laughs> It's like, I feel bad for that guy, you know?
1: Yeah, Lan. I mean, we know Lan, even when he's just like sleeping. He, he emanates danger, right?
2: <laughs> right. And uh, we get a bit about Lan's oath, which is to stand against the shadows as long as iron is hard and stone abides, which is interesting, because both of those things uh, were... Damaged by one of the dark ones' bubbles, right? That's true. I did get soft that time. Yeah, time did not Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a like, good catch. I was like, interesting. I wonder if that like, does that mean that lands done right at be the be end of the book. See if he free... did it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after he stalks his way through the stables, he leaves, and six men attack him. <laughs> And, uh,
2: idiots. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's, he's like, this is not a fair fight. For you! Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He sends Bukama off, because Bukama said he would not raise his sword.
2: Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, and Lan
1: uh, punches all their tickets. Uh, he <laughs> thinks the whole time, like, ah, one man doesn't beat six guys, even in stories. And then he chops them all up into sausage.
2: Yeah, but uh, he hasn't reached peak land yet, so they do actually manage to wound him a little. They like get him a couple mm-hmm. scratches yeah, Get him a couple times. Yeah, but he's still... Kills the shit out of all of them.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Which impresses everybody. Yeah. Um, but they, they suspect that these men work for Edain. That uh, the she raised the golden crane because she, they had heard that Lan was dead. The rumors that he had died in the idol war. Right. And they, Lan and Bukama and this new guy, Ryan, an ex-Malchiari, uh, resolve to travel to Shachin and deal with Edain.
2: Yep. Can I go have a chat. Which with I assume this person?
1: is not a get in bed with to kind to of deal with.
2: I mean, I don't know. He's, he's, there's nothing to stop him from getting back with it, right?
1: That's true. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what he's gonna do. Yeah. I'll keep you occupied in the Malkyria tradition. <laughs> Chapter 17 An Arrival Icon of the Cad Swain, Terangriels. Yeah. Yeah, when I, I, went, I saw that, no, story,
0: oh, I thought it was. When I, saw I w- the icon. I, I
2: hoped it was a misprint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because like you know I don't remember. I would say ninety percent of the I- emblems, but I know exactly what that one was. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh,
1: Maureen is interviewing one of the mothers on her list in Kenloom, uh, but it's the wrong baby, and the kid is dead too. It's a
2: really sad story. Yeah, yeah, Maureen's like, "Ugh, this isn't even what I'm looking for." Boring. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the prophecy didn't say anything about finding dead kids. Moving <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah, the kid died in a freak accident. Yeah. Along
0: with a bunch of... Along with the dad and all his other male siblings, I think.
2: How much do you think this is a freak accident and how much do you think the Black Aja is tying up the uh, sins? 100% I think this is the Black Aja. Her yeah. La- I think she's mentioned that there were a couple of other uh, circum- similar situations as she was... Looking for children, like people who died and stuff like that. So, wow,
1: yeah. So it's kind of like all those names that they took down as the accepted. Those are all. Those are all death lists, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even though it was very weird that the woman went was going on and on about how lucky he was, that really did make me think about like bubbles and how like when Rand would travel to places, sometimes horrible things would happen to people. Sometimes wonderful things would happen to people. You know,
1: that's an interesting point. Yeah, what I was thinking was channeler. Yeah, like maybe the dad was was channeling.
2: Oh, interesting. Is, maybe. Why yeah. things just went really well for him because he was unconsciously influenced? Yeah, against. yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe. But that doesn't. I, I don't think we get a. I don't. I don't have a firm explanation yeah, for why that is. Yeah, it's not resolved. Uh, she's yeah. Maureen's getting pretty bored crossing these names on this list. This mm-hmm. is uh, not as fun being like a basically census taker as she thought it was going to be.
2: Yeah, she had some idea of this being like an adventure, and she's like, no, I'm just doing more clerical work.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's staying in an inn that is Aes Sedai Central.
2: <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad well, move, Moraine. I get, like, this is what happens when you pick the nicest inn in the city, right? Like, this is, this is obvious. Yeah, right?
1: Uh, this is lesson learned the hard way here, Moraine. Yeah. Uh, she's posing as a wilder,
2: though, because they don't know that she's an Aes Sedai. She's managed to avoid lying to them. But then... Yeah. Her
1: old teacher two,
2: shows up. Yeah, two Aes Sedai who actually know who she is show up too.
1: Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing here? Uh, and those two people are, are in Cat Swain's pocket. Sad right. for them. Yep. Uh, and Cat Swain gets a hold of her. She, she ropes Maureen in uh, and interrogates and demeans her. Yep. Uh, and Cat Swain is
2: the worst. Yeah. Do not understand why people put up with Cat Swain. <sighs> Cause she, well, we it's kind of alluded to here. She is the most powerful ice that I I a whole lot and that's all that matters to them right like that's she's got the biggest ice I dick in the world
1: I get she like, does
2: but like I mean, 14 inches it's but... you look at it you're like whoa that can't be real is that big uh, 14 inches oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've, I've, I've heard <laughs> um but yeah uh, no I mean like um yeah
1: like more more. In sh- I feel like she shouldn't be caught up in that Aes Sedai BS, right? she
0: doesn't want to be. Because
1: she doesn't want to be. Yeah. Um, also, she thinks about how if you're on a mission, you you can ignore the precedence rules. Normally. Yeah, normally. But just the, the force of Cat Swain's personality is is such that Moraine cannot resist being caught in her sway. Like, all these other people. All these other people do not look happy. No. That that are part of Cat Swain's current posse.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not sure that they were... like. They were there for other things, and suddenly they are there to babysit Moraine, according to Catswain. It yeah. kind
0: of ruined these chapters for me.
2: Agreed. like yeah.
0: I remember feeling so uh angry and frustrated at times when we read the series, and that just came rushing back.
2: Yeah, I,
1: I like the adventures of young uh dumb moraine. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's fun, but but Catswain just wrecks everything. Yep.
2: We did get a little bit more information about the whole uh Elida situation. We well, learned that they did not manage to succeed. You mean Tamra? No, Elida, remember the mice? Oh, oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. the, the yeah. mice thing. Yeah. yeah, they did not succeed in getting the mice into Elida's bed, apparently. They got caught and they got sent to Marion and had their asses beat. Yeah, oh, right. the night yeah. before
0: they became Iced yep. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah,
2: yeah worth <laughs> it. Uh, It's interesting, though, the word actual wording is that uh, Maureen shouldn't be traveling alone, so until she gets a warder, she's going to have these babysitters which oh, is that's like... that's true, yeah. yeah uh, There's the
1: incentive. Yeah,
2: I was like, I'm beginning to see where this is going, you know? Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah. Bonding a warder is Maureen's ticket to freedom.
1: Yeah, Kat Swain tells her that the, the
2: White Tower is dwindling, and Kat Swain is worrying about
1: it, at least. So yeah. they can't afford to lose Maureen, who's pretty strong. And yeah, puts six of these
2: other two I to on her to babysit her. Yeah, so, so it... Uh, I think the reason Kat Swain thinks about it is because she's also the only one who will talk about it. She's yeah. talking about power openly which again is kind of a taboo for Aes Sedai so I think that that's supporting the idea that that's why no one else is thinking about it so
1: do you think Catswain is just special historically or do you think Catswain is just so old that the White Tower used to be stronger and the, they used to talk more about this stuff uh, I think
0: Catswain doesn't give a fuck about any of that because she thinks she's more important than any sort of tradition or rule
1: that's
2: yeah. true yeah Yeah. but but she, she is very old um and she is not the oldest, though. There are there are those who are older than her. I think they've shown to like, Kareen or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, she's a couple of folks who are older than her. Another yeah. thing that you're not supposed to talk about with Aes Sedai.
1: Yep. So, that sucks. Chapter 18, A Narrow Passage, Icon of the Black Aja. Uh, Swan surprises Maureen at the end there. And they, they sneak off and meet surreptitiously in an alley.
0: How about that?
1: Swan yeah. has bad news all of Tamra's searchers are dead.
2: Yes. Yep. Sure seems like every sister who knows about the prophecy is gone now, right? And
0: just as concerningly people can lie people are lying about it.
1: Yeah. Yes. They they somebody lied and said that which one? Was it Malin? Yeah. Yeah. Malin died in her sleep. But Swan <clears throat> was sleeping under her bed, or not sleeping, just Swan was...
0: Straight jerking it.
1: <laughs> you, you can say it, Jeff. We all, we're all thinking it. You're under the bed. You got no light. You got no book. What are you going to do?
0: No wonder she fell asleep. She was, relaxed. Yeah.
1: She, was she was gutting her fish. <laughs> of course. Yikes. She was tickling a silver pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's one you know a really weird side story that Maureen really should have asked more questions about. Yeah, spent the night under Malin's bed, and so she knows Malin wasn't there. Yeah, and that Malin was if she was found
2: dead in her bed, then she was murdered. Which again and supports the idea that Tamara is the Amaran who was tortured to death.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and that and they probably she gave up all of the searchers, and the Black Hush has been punching them all out. Yeah. Unless
0: Malin had a different bed. I mean, it is possible in a palace to maybe have more than one bed
1: just saying no that's a good point actually. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> impossible
2: <laughs> but but uh, Mallin died in her one and only bed <laughs> uh, so but, but this this also means that the black Aja at this point in history you know for our, our information is at full force you know they're 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 in operation yeah. and, absolutely and yeah. powerful so they' and, tower. So
1: they're, and they're big they're big and capable yes mm-hmm. so yeah, Marine yeah. has
0: no idea how many there are
1: right. Uh, Swan mentions that her father had a, uh, a saying that once is happenstance, twice is coincidence, and three times is enemy action. Do you recognize that quote? Is that Mal? No, that is Auric Goldfinger, the James Bond villain.
2: Oh, oh, uh, that's famous fun. quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was oh, like, he that. didn't
0: remember where it was from, or she didn't remember him telling her yeah, where it was from.
2: I love that quote. That's, that's pretty so good. cool. <laughs> Uh, okay, I really hate saying this, but my first thought was that they should tell Keswin about this.
1: Yeah, well,
2: like she might be the only person who has the clout to do thing, do anything about it, right? I kind of
1: thought Keswin was Black Aja for a long time.
2: Well, that They're was my dead. second thought. You know, they they don't actually have any way of knowing that she's not Black Aja, and uh, I'm pretty sure I was fairly sure that she was Black Aja through like half the series. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't trust. Even if I know that she's not Black Aja, I wouldn't trust Kat Swain,
2: right? Well, there's trusting her, and then there's, like, putting her on a putting her on something important, right? And I feel like this could be a situation where it's, like, giving Kat Swain this information will target her on something that's not you. Well,
1: I actually did think something similar. I thought they should write down notes and pass notes to all the Aes Sedai in the end. But yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, like an, anonymous notes. Just, just enough information, like, that Tamara was onto something, and all the, these people that died, they were all in on it. it just, just enough for them to start asking questions, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Because the Black Aja already knows, so, like, why, why hide the information?
2: Yeah, that's true. They, even, if, even if not everyone believes them, it puts the information in someone else's brain so they can figure something out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but they are terrified, terrified of the Black Aja. Um, they, and they realize that of the good people that aren't Black Aja, they're the only ones left that know about the dragon being reborn.
2: Ooh. I thought Cat Swain was one of the people who came back during Tamra's thing.
1: No, she specifically didn't come back
2: at that time. But, uh, but
1: Maureen thinks maybe she snuck in. People do that sometimes. Uh, okay. Kat Swain would make a great the dragon hunter. Maureen thinks, but but she has no information that she's a part of the thing.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Although Kat Swain does seem to just know everything all the time. So. Right. She's probably got eyes and ears everywhere. Yeah. Or something. Um.
1: Then Swan heads off. Swan came all this way, rode hard, just to, to talk to Maureen in person, because you can't trust this to anybody. Yep. Yeah. And Maureen heads back to her inn, uh, where they've... <sighs> Kat Swain had them take away her room, or, or lodge
2: somebody else in her room? Well, I think the implication is that that Kat Swain didn't do this, but based on the, the fact that she came out of Cad Swain's office looking all sheepish. Yeah. Led everyone to assume that that meant she was going to be, go, go become a novice.
1: Yeah. Man, fuck Cat Swain. <laughs> right. Like, just this, just ugh, oh, gross. I hate it. Yeah. So Maureen sneaks out the next morning. Thank God. Yeah. Yep. She did the thing that everybody should do when dealing with Cat Swain. Just leave. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hit the bricks, right? Yeah. She's, she's there just long enough for Cat Swain's bed check and then she bails.
1: Chapter 19. Pond water. Icon of the wheel of time. So Maureen sneaks out before dawn, very good. Yeah. She's she, getting really good at this. Yeah. She
2: it, leaves most of her stuff behind, which, let's be honest, she probably had too much shit with her. It's true, yeah. It, yeah. It's really nice to be rich, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, I had this extra horse. Oh, well. Yeah, don't take my extra horse. That sucks. Mm.
1: She has to leave most of her stuff. And she, as she's heading
2: to the gates of the town, she comes across Lan's party, which she does not recognize, of course. Yeah. yeah. She did see Lan's uh, buddy... Uh, what's his name, Ryan?
0: Rafe. Rhine. Rhine,
2: yeah. Rine? It's, it's Land Bukama, and Rhine. Yeah, so she saw Rhine talking to the ice her in, so she decides to follow them?
1: Yeah, this is a little unclear to me. I didn't even realize that's what she was doing at first. I thought she was just following them because she wants to travel near some armed
2: men. Which I, I'm i not. Yeah, even then, it's like, if she doesn't know if they're good or bad, that's not necessarily like, a good idea.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. just safety in numbers, I guess, but it doesn't make sense because she's... Constantly thinking about how it's not good to be alone with armed men.
0: Yeah.
2: But yeah, she, she stops at an, a village to grab some food and loses them and then gallops to catch up to them. So she's ab- like absolutely following them. Like, of
1: course they see you, Moraine. <laughs> right? right? They clocked you a long time ago. Yeah. She follows them for most of the day. Uh, she, she appears to think they're part of Cad Swain's play. That may or may not be about the Dragon Reborn. Or possibly they're connected to the Black Ajna in some way and therefore dark friends. Either way. Should not be following them. Yeah, right? Why, why are you... Okay. Well, they're going the right, the same direction, at least. That is true. They're going to Chachin. Then Lan separates from the other two and heads off into the woods. And Moraine... Uh, Attends to ambush him? Sweet yeah, summer what? child. <laughs> yeah, she sneaks up on him. She tries to grab his sword. It does not work. No. Yeah.
2: And he tosses her in the pond. Yep. Huh. <laughs> she... Like, it's funny. Like, he, she she gets thrown in the pond, obviously. And uh, as she's getting out, he reaches to help her, and she's like, oh, now I'm going to get him. I'm going to throw him in the pond, and he just, like, picks her up out of the water. You know, she
1: pulls his hand, and it doesn't even matter. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> because he's made of granite. Yeah.
0: I thought it was a great little meat
2: cute. It is cool, actually. I like this. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's super cool about it. You know, she's doing all this stuff, and he's just like, you know what? It's fine. He makes a fire so she can dry off.
1: Yeah, he does, which she doesn't need, but she appreciates the privacy. Yeah. You know, he makes a little a little blanket fort for her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he does.
0: Well, she's really short, so, you know, That's it's true. probably it does, really easy. It doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's his attitude towards her, I guess this is a Malkyrie thing, because he doesn't ask who she is or what she's doing. He just says, don't grab my sword.
2: Yeah, there's there's a... It's like what he talks about with his relationship with Nynaeve. In public, uh, Malkyrie... Are, subs- are subservient to women in the bedroom they take control <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i guess that's it right yeah
2: it's- i think that's what it comes down to he, he there's even a thing where uh his friend comes back and tries to get a peek at moraine i guess and he draws a sword on him and says something about like you can remember the the ten lakes and you but you've forgotten to protect women or something like that yeah, he, he says yeah, your
1: eyes have seen the thousand lakes but you're but the- we're going to quote You her remember
0: her. the sight of the Thousand Lakes, Ryan, Lan said coldly. Does a woman need protection from your eyes?
1: Mm, That's what it is, yeah. So, we don't, so, so I guess the Malkiri thing is they don't look at women that I guess that are not familiar with. Yeah. Or they don't look at women unless they're boning them. Right.
2: <laughs> 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 like actively, in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he kinda does, they do this little dual thing.
1: Yeah, I, I do not know what's going on with Lan and Ryan. I don't know why Ryan was meeting with the Aes Sedai.
2: Yeah, I my guess is that they were just going to try and bond him. Like, it was just like a Iced Eye in the Borderlands, see a good warrior, and they're like, hey. I but guess that's, that's a guess. I don't know. I,
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm sus of Ryan at this point. Yeah, yeah that's true. He's I,
2: sketchy. He could be Black Aja or Dark Run or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They Land has to guard Maureen from Ryan's creepy eyes, and then they're doing sword a sword game where they try and cut each other's necks and miss. Cool. Yeah. One time. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's called Sevens. Never heard of that one.
1: And then Maureen joins them and asks slash demands protection to Chachin, which they totally give her because they're Malkiria. They're like, absolutely. No problem. Yeah. Right. And then during the night, Maureen is, you know, watching them yeah. like a hawk. And she overhears Land say that he doesn't trust Aes Sedai. <laughs> um,
2: So? So
1: <laughs> she douses him. She channels the water out of the pond and splashes it right on top of him. Yeah. Uh, uh, does not in, seem he does not seem shaken at all. Yeah, in, enough <laughs> water to deck anybody, but when the water goes away after ten seconds of shower, <gasps> he's still standing. Yeah. so strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and then they all just go back to sleep. <laughs> and, and she's like, "I'm an Sedai and they're like, "Oh, okay." And
2: that, they go that's back to school. I yeah. mean, you know, borderlanders they they're familiar with Sedai. right?
1: But Maureen is kind of into rhyme.
2: Yeah, like. Thinks he's cute. Yeah,
1: yeah. good-looking guy. I mean, I guess just standing next to Landon Bacama makes
2: everybody look pretty good. That's a good <laughs> it's like they're like the the best wingman ever, right? They're just like really like stony guys, like not 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 putting out any signals. Yeah, and
1: then you're standing there with like bells in your hair, and you know. You kind of like you look her in the eye,
2: <laughs> make actual eye contact. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. very sexy.
1: But hopefully, Katwein has just gone for good at this point. Yeah, maybe she's dead. Yeah. Yes, that's that's what happens. She. She tracks Moraine, falls into the pond, uh, and is effectively dead, and then the cold water keeps her alive, and then she's revived right before the events of the rest of the book. <gasps> Whoa! How long have I been asleep?
2: <laughs> did she die in the... Uh, no, no I think she's she there she at the did, end.
0: she's gonna become the next fucking Amaralyn. So... Oh, God! <laughs> forgot that.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot that, too. After
1: Egwene oh. just put it all back together, too.
0: Yep. Oh. So, uh land when he's when he's scandalized that the women in condor are wearing the veils you know yeah.
2: Like, yeah yeah yeah
0: he's like well you know like uh you can still see their eyes so you're no you know they're not the eyeless and he'd never heard of a female mirror and i just love the idea of a female mirror draw <laughs> it's like when bugs bunny dresses it's, up
1: like a girl <laughs> it's a, <it's> a her draw <laughs> 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 oh,
0: i'm a mirror
1: I bet they've tried it though, right? Right? Yeah, probably. Surely.
0: They're super sneaky.
2: Like a really sexy one?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a exactly. sexy
2: Marydoll. Put like a little blonde wig on. Right? Like. Uh,
0: stuff their rope, because, you know, their robe never like moves or anything. So it'll work really well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be funny. I'd I didn't actually show. have anything of value to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny.
1: So that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to talk about chapters 20 through the end of New Spring. We're almost there. I'm Jeff Lake. Find me at jefflake.info.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan. You can see me on Instagram at bluebonnetcafe.
1: I'm Mike Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. (laughs) If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We
0: love hearing from you.
1: Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, the the light light illumine. illumine you.